All right, time to bring in our guest for the week. And I'm really excited to talk to him, not only because he's a former NFL linebacker and happened to play for the Eagles in only their second Super Bowl appearance ever, but also because I'm a fan of American Ninja Warrior and OCRs like the Spartan Race. And he's the host of NBC's new competition show, Spartan Ultimate Team Challenge. He is Dahani Jones. Dahani, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. So uh, I've seen... I'm pretty pretty caught up. I think I might be one episode behind, but Spartan Ultimate Team Challenge is really cool because it kind of blends a little bit of American Ninja Warrior, a little bit of uh, a Spartan race, essentially, and you even have, you know, a lot of the team captains are either Spartan or Ninja Warrior or, you know, some type of competition like that. So uh, what else can you tell us about the show that kind of separates it from other um, competition shows we've seen? Well, you know, Spartan is, unique in and of itself and a lot of people have done different obstacle course races but they've never really kind of done it together i mean obviously there's people that go out there and and try and compete with one another but you know it's it never sort of surmised by this opportunity where five people are on the course at the same time and you have to start and finish together and have an opportunity to win you know a, a large sum of money which in this case on nbc is two hundred fifty thousand dollars so and, uh, and and the great thing about how we're positioning Spartan as it relates to other shows that are in the competition vein, and as you look at American Ninja Warrior, is this is really a team and a collaborative effort, right? You know, you yeah. can't go out there, and we always say, no one triumphs alone. And you, you look, you know, you, you're the one, you, you love American Ninja Warrior, and that's that's a man versus course. And exactly. uh, people out there having fun, and, and, and Spartan, it's like you, you can't do it by yourself, or else you're just simply not going to win. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, some of the obstacles they take uh, from some of, if anyone's familiar with Spartan races, they take some direct from like a Spartan course. Some of them, they kind of, it's basically a Spartan obstacle on steroids since it is a team obstacle. What do you, <laughs> yeah. what do you think is, uh, it's what, like, like super, it's supersized, man. It's yeah. Supersized. I mean, <laughs> all the different obstacle course races are different lengths, right? Yeah. And this one in particular is more looking at, you know, this one in particular is a mile long obstacle course challenge. You know, you're out there and all the, all the obstacles themselves are made that much bigger so that it has a team aspect incorporated into it. I mean, when you're doing an obstacle course race, you know, you might have a spear throw, but in this case, you, you have to make a certain amount of, you have to land a certain amount of spears at the target. Right. Um, when you're with the slip wall, which everything culminates in, you can't get over it by yourself. You have to have your team members help you up and over it. So there's there's aspects of traditional obstacle course races that are definitely incorporated, and so people are familiar with that. But when you really break down the Spartan race that we have, everything is just super size and you have to stick together. I mean, you know, you have the shield carry that oftentimes occurs when there's a long transition between specific obstacles. And uh, it's, it's, it's great to see the leaders start to develop along the way and the teams really start to meld together, especially if they want to win. Yeah, and I mean, the um, the the slip wall is, from what I can tell, I mean, every, every time they run it, it's a little bit different. As far as the obstacle goes, the one consistent is definitely the slip wall, and that seems to be the hardest. Do you, would you agree that's the hardest one that <laughs> yeah. they do? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely the hardest part, of the, <laughs> hardest part of the race. I mean, look, first of all, you're on this course for a mile, right? 
and you have all these different things that are going on, right? You, you know, in the, in the very beginning, you have, you know, you have the the walls that you have to climb over, and the, you know, those are eight and, and and ten foot, you know, ten foot walls, and then you have to go to the lake swing or the log swing, and then you have to go to the lake crossing, and then you have to go, you know, you have to go to the the log traverse and the log carry and all these different things from the timber drop to timber drop to the totem climb, and so you can hear me going through, and I and, and there's awesome events that people have seen along the way but what people have noticed and what people have seen is that slip wall at the very very end just gets people yeah I mean, you might have three people on the wall at the same time someone might have been there a long time and all of a sudden here comes like the next group and they're up and over and they all of a sudden win it's like we always call the slip wall the ultimate equalizer yeah it really is i mean people to climb this thing and if, if you haven't seen the show yet definitely check it out but basically it's this I think it's like a 45 or 60 degree. It's pretty pretty steep, and it's basically a slippery wall that they have to find a way to get up. And you see people <laughs> grabbing on to literally whatever they can. Oh yeah, and 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 anything means anything. I mean, this is like you know, you're grabbing people's shirts, you're grabbing people's pants, you're grabbing whatever's in what, I think pants a, or whatever. Ankle braces, shirt. right? The one guy had <laughs> ankle braces on, and and he the one his teammate was grabbing those to get up. Well, what was amazing about Farmstrong is that you know this is this is a team that is actually made up of a grandmother and a grandfather, right? Yeah. And this 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 gentleman, you know, he lost his ability to walk, and and now he's been able to regain his strength. He's able to walk. He's able to run. And you know, whatever is a part of you is what you're able to utilize in order to get up and over this wall. I mean, even in a, in a previous episode, you'll see one step ahead, and this young lady, um, she has a prosthetic. And, you know, they get very creative in the different ways they like to utilize things um, that, you know, some people might have. And and the one thing that we always want to emphasize is that um, everybody that goes through this course, everybody that races with one another has been through something. And I think that's how we kind of, that's how I, that's how I look at it. It's, it's, a, it's the most amazing, you know, team race. It's the most amazing, uh, course that you cannot triumph alone. But really it's the stories of the people and what they've been through up until this point and why obstacle course races and why Spartan changed their lives. Yeah. I mean, you, you see it on a lot of, uh, competition show. I mean, American Idol, everybody has a backstory, but on a show like this, like it, it really, I, for somebody who has a prosthetic or somebody who at one point couldn't walk, like to be doing something like this, it's it's much more inspirational than than many of the other shows that are out there. Yeah, I mean, look, you got, you got people that have gone through depression. You have people that have gone through alcoholism. You have people that have fought through drugs, um, weight gain, weight loss. I mean, those that have dealt with, you know, losing a leg in, a, in an accident. You know, there's a man. Um, the Tim Haken family, his daughter, Ruby, you know, she has an unfortunate disease of which she can't even communicate with her father, but he knows that she loves him. Yeah. And she, and he's out there running for her. And then you have, uh, Tony T. Jackson, and she's running out there for her mom who passed through breast, breast cancer. And so you have a lot of people that are out there running, not that they want to take home, you know, the $250,000 for themselves, but they want to take that money and they want to give it to somebody else. They want to give it to another foundation. And so it's really like the ultimate test of selflessness um, and it's the ultimate test of, of teamwork. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I, for coming into it, you know, I think somebody like myself who's a fan of 
uh, American Ninja Warrior and Spartan races and stuff, it would probably be people who are the most critical of it. And, and I got to say, I'm, I'm absolutely pleased with the product. But I am curious, have you ever run in an OCR yourself, or do they make you guys yeah, do I, this course at all? <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we definitely – so number one, yes, I have done it before. And number two, we got a chance to run through the course, and I was gassed. <laughs> you know, I've played in the league 11 years, and, I, and I've done a lot of different sports. I've competed all around the globe, different activities. And when I got up there, I was like, wow, I, I can't do it by myself. And I think that was the point of it, right? Right. Um, yeah, sure, I can get in and I can do the totem climb because I can jump in the water and I can climb up the ropes. Um, sure, I can get out there and I can do a spear throw. Um, actually, the spear throw is more difficult, uh, you know, because it's actually farther away. So in this particular case with, with Spartan, you actually have to pull, you're able to pull the, pull the shield closer. Right. Um, and then as people hit it, you're not allowed to pull it anymore. So the more people hit, the farther away the shield goes, the more difficult it is to, to land, uh, land the target. Um, but you know, you get to the football and you stand at the bottom and you look up and you're just like, wow. It's like, ah, you know what, uh, Kyle, can you give me, uh, can you give me <laughs> help up? And Kyle's, you know, co-host as well. And then you have MJ Acosta. She's co-hosting as well. And then Evan Dollard. And we're like, okay. Yeah, all right, guys, how are we going to do this? All four of us, are we going to be able to get up this wall and we just look at it and then, uh, yeah, just walk away? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, ah, we'll leave that to, we'll, we'll leave that to team one step ahead. We'll leave that to the Ruby's racers. We'll leave that to Farmstrong and, and see how they do. And it's amazing, um, how people really conquered that wall. Yeah, I mean, when you think, when you watch it, you know, you, you might look and be like, oh, it's only a mile course with some obstacles. But, you know, I mean, considering a lot of the Spartan races are like 5, 10, even 15 miles with obstacles, but the obstacles are just, ins- they're designed to, like you said, they're supersized. They're designed to make you feel super tired, even though you're only running a mile. Like the, um, I forget what it's called, but they have to basically, uh, pull the cable and the log ends up getting pushed over onto a ledge and then they have to climb the log and up and over oh, it. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it, here's the thing, right? People know Spartan races, and like you said, right, they're three miles, eight miles, 13, 26, right? Everybody knows all those. And there are, like, all these different amount of obstacles, you know, like 20 to 60-some-odd obstacles, right? And and really, uh, to your point, yeah, you crunch that down into one mile. And then you get to a place like the Timber Drop. And this is like a... I think the, the telephone pole weighed like 650 pounds, and you have to lift this telephone pole off the ground, up and over, and allow it to land on this ledge, and then everybody has to climb up and over it. And you know, and 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 Kent and Arthur uh, for A. Smith and Company. I mean, they are the the mad the mad evil geniuses behind <laughs> um, you know American Ninja Warrior, where they're sitting there and trying to figure out okay different ways. Uh, for people to kind of get through this course. And in the same way as it relates to Spartan, they're figuring out the same type of thing. So where we're utilizing the references of what's been going on in the obstacle racing industry, you know, they're able to sort of apply this new, this new thought process to what's going on in Spartan. And, and they've just done a great job and it, it was fantastic working with them and just spending time out in Georgia because they took this, this, this course and they, well, they took this farm and transformed it into this course. And, and Kyle and myself, we're sitting there on top of this perch looking down and watching everybody compete. And I tell you what, you know, we got emotional calling it. And we all got, we also got emotional watching people go through. But I think the most emotion really comes at the very end when you're able to see MJ regroup with the teams and really hear their stories. And I keep coming back to it. You know, we, we're talking about the, um, Spartan, but the team, 
and the end, you know, when people at the, you know, when, when they cross that finish line and they realize that they've done it. Yeah. And, and, and I will say this, not everybody gets through it, you know, as you kind of like air quotes in one piece, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's a very real show. It's on a very real course with very, very real people. I mean, there's, you know, nobody's out there protected. It's you and your team and it's now or it's never. I, yeah, I mean, just even just the qualifiers, like some of these to to qualify for the finals uh, during the last episode, the emotion when they cross that finish line and they won to make it to the next round, like that's that's more emotion than I've seen on some guys' faces when they win league championships. Like it's nuts. Look, guys cry, girls cry, you know, you know, older people cry, young people cry. I mean, you have family members that are on the on on the side watching. They're crying. They're breaking down because the thing is, people have been through stuff, right? Yeah. People ultimately changed their lives because of Spartan. They were doing things that they knew wouldn't allow them to be where they are today, and Spartan saved them. And, you know, look, I play in the National Football League, and I, you know, people have gone through a lot in order to be where they where they are, and they fought through that. And I think, you know, that's the reason why uh, A. Smith and company chose myself and Kyle and Evan and MJ, because we've all been through something. You know, we've also all been through sports. I mean, you know, Evan Dollar, you know, the, he's a he's the guy that's been on Ninja Warrior. He's competed before. You know, he's also been the gladiator. You know what I mean? And yeah. He's gone through these trials and tribulations, and at the same time, you know, as a result, he's become stronger because of it. You know, MJ, she's done a lot of obstacle course races, and then she's been in reporting as well. And and Kyle, he's a professional soccer player, and so you know. Each one of us has our own story of which we've been able to go through from a team aspect. And so we sit there and, and hopefully, well, not hopefully, we're able to relate not only to the audience, uh, but most importantly to the people so that the people can tell their story to the audience. And that's what we want people to be able to feel. We want people to be able to feel the emotion um, as soon as they cross the finish line and throughout the entire race. Yeah, and you, you said um, you guys film it in Georgia. Is that what you said? Yeah, we we filmed filmed it in the northern hill country of Georgia. I was gonna say I didn't know Georgia that. had mountains. <laughs> like, like it looked pretty yeah, mountainous. Yeah, if I if I had you out there and everybody else is out there, you'd feel those mountains because as soon as you take off from the starting line, you're going up the hill. Um, and 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 when you, I'm, I'm sure as you've seen the show, people get gas going right up the hill, yeah. and then it's uh, you know it's. It, it's from there on that you you suffer, but you know you uh, through your strength you persevere. Yeah, and I, one thing we we don't really see on a show like this, but we have seen on like American Ninja Warrior. Um, just I, I'm sure you've seen some of the videos. Some of the guys like I know Zach Gowan, who uh, who had one leg, he did the American Ninja Warrior curse or curse of course. Uh, and then <laughs> I some, saw that one. He, he did a great job. Yeah, he got further than I think I could, and and then we saw and, somebody. And nobody, nobody thought he could get that far. Yeah, and then I think I think another guy actually left his prosthetic on and ran it recently. I didn't get to watch that one yet, but then we saw someone in a T Rex cot, an inflatable T Rex cot. I saw that one too. That was crazy. <laughs> what, what do you? I was what, the whole way. I was gonna say, what do you think about stuff? I mean, obviously, it, it's absolutely incredible that someone like Zach could make it as far as he did. But like a T Rex type of thing, do you do you see that as as like cool? Do you see that as kind of gimmicky? Like, what do you think of, of something like that? Look, it's all in good fun, you know. That's I'm impressed. 
personally. Each person is doing it for their own reason. I was really impressed because I was like, I don't know, T-Rex arms aren't that long. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's just real arms. But yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, each person each person's doing it for their own reason. Some people get out there and, you know, look, Ninja Warrior, you've had a range of, of those that have worn masks to color their hair, to wear costumes, to have prosthetic legs, worn it or not worn it, women, uh, you know, it, it's shorter, taller, bigger, smaller, football players, you know, NASCAR uh, racers, IndyCar racers, you have a lot of them. And we think the same way when it comes to Spartan. Like, it could be anybody. The other, the other weekend, I was on a Twitter battle going back and forth with Austin Dillon. And he was saying, like, oh, I'm going to get Jimmy Johnson. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get every single person that's involved in NASCAR in order to get out there, uh, in order to, in order to race. You know, I get Danica Patrick out there. You know, I could get Ty Dillon, my brother. I can get a whole bunch of other people and put together these teams. And then I get calls from, you know, my friends. Went to Michigan and they give me, you know, they 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 talk trash to me because of course I went to Michigan, so I'm a Wolverine. They're like, I can't believe you're gonna do a show with Spartan. I'm like, look, <laughs> it's something that uh, Coach Carr always said, do something that's greater than yourself, and so I have to get past that. But the point is, you know, we could have a competition where it's Michigan against, you know, against Michigan State, and we can get other teams in school. So as Ninja Warrior evolved with these different aspirational individuals with their different styles and personalities, so will Spartan. Yeah. And we want we want everybody to be a part of that. Yeah, I absolutely hope hope that uh it continues like season after season, like you said, and, and can do stuff like that. Because I didn't I mean my the the college I went to didn't have a football team, so I don't really Where'd like, you go? Uh I went to it's a small school. It's called the Sales University in uh oh. the Lehigh Valley area. I've heard um, I've heard of the sales. Yeah, it's not far from Lehigh. It's really close to okay. Lehigh. Um, but yeah, so we didn't have a football team, so I don't, I never even drew the connection of Michigan State Spartans and a Spartan race, and you being from Michigan yeah, being a woman. I'm quite, I'm quite certain somebody right now, okay, somebody's gonna write in to you, and they're <laughs> gonna say, uh, hey, uh, you know, uh, Adam, uh, Dahani, and he went to Michigan and he's doing the Spartan show. We have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I know. Watch you guys just hit me up, you know, and, and look, I got you back. So, look, if anybody hits you up and says that to you, tell them to tweet at me, at Dehan Jones, and I'll clear it all up. Because I want to have them out on the course and, like, introduce them to these amazing people that are competing. Because that's when we get past certain things, right? You know, as I said, I play ball, and I've come from the come from that world, but, you know, the things that I'm really passionate about is, like, the world of philanthropy. And I make, I make bow ties for causes. And, and coincidentally, one of the other things I do is I do different races and cycling events. And one of the events that I participate in is Pelotonia. And now, mind you, I'm helping raise money for the James Cancer Center, which is a part of this school that's up north in mm-hmm. Columbus. You know, that school? Yeah. And I, I know I'm not allowed to mention that school. <laughs> uh, but but people give me slack about it. But then once I tell them it's raising money for uh, a cause, then it's like you put all your rivalries aside. And yeah. I don't that people come out here and race and put all their rivalries aside and just race for each other as a team and race against each other in order to win. Because I want I want someone to come away with this hundred this I want someone to come away with this two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and do something with it and make a difference. Um and most importantly, make a difference in their own life as they complete and as they compete on this course. 
Yeah, I, and I think that's a great point. I think, I think the only place I would draw the line maybe is if it was called the Cowboys race. I might draw the line there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> me too. I mean, I, I did talk to Arthur and Ken about that. I was like, ah, you know, make sure you guys uh, just, just, just keep the name within this, this realm. I can deal with that. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> switching to your football career a minute, I know you, um, there was an article that was out, I don't remember where exactly it was from, but you had said about um, removing helmets, because concussions are a big thing, and there was even that Will Smith movie, but you had you had said about um, removing helmets from the game of football would actually improve head injuries in the sport, which I've actually, that's not the first time I've heard that, um, and I know some people might think that a bit strange, but do you still kind of agree with that, or do you think anything might actually come of that? Well, I... I told Kent and I told Arthur, I said, maybe these uh, Spartan racers should all wear helmets. I <laughs> 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 was like, no, what, you, what is Donnie talking about? Donnie just keeps talking. No, but um, <laughs> it's, it's funny. We, we have such an incredible team dynamic just between the, the groups of us uh, on, uh, on set. There's a lot of people out um, for this competition. And you know, it's the same way as it relates to football. Um, there's a lot of people out there working with each other. And I say that you know, when we're out there competing on the football field, you know, going back to your helmet comment, you know, we're out there to win for each other. And so we're, we're by any means necessary trying to win the game. Mm-hmm. And ultimately when you have a helmet, you know that it's a, a device that you can use against the other person. Now right. nobody is going to the game of football saying, I want to hurt that person. If they are, they shouldn't be playing the game. They're going into the game saying, I want to win this game. Mm-hmm. And I accept the consequences of what might happen during the game. But it's two different mentalities. And I've, I've said, look, if you take the face mask off, not the helmet per se, because you got to protect the, the head, right? Right. Because you're going to make contact. Take the face mask off. That makes you more vulnerable. That makes you vulnerable to this level of contact that um, that you would ultimately shy away from or become a little bit more intelligent about when you play the game of football. And I think that's important to realize. Right, what you have as a part of your shield of honor, you're going to utilize. If I'm in a fight with you and I have, you know, I have a metal or if I have knife or I have rope, whatever, I'm going to use whatever I have. And it's the same way when you relate to football. So if you have a face mask, you want to use that. You feel compelled because it's a part of you. And my point is, if you take that off, you'll be a little bit more sensitive to your own vulnerabilities. Um, and because you are more sens- sensitive to your own vulnerabilities, you'll protect those certain parts. Yeah, I actually, I agree with that. I mean, it's almost like uh, boxing with the gloves and how MMA doesn't even have gloves. I mean, they get to kick and stuff, but, I mean, think about, uh, take, it, basically, the the gloves aren't, I mean, they, they help lo- lessen the blow a little bit, but it's really so your hands don't don't take a beating, too, and it just means you can keep punching somebody more. So it's, it's kind of similar to that. In a way. Yeah, I mean, if you got a, you know, like if you have 12 pound gloves, you have 14 pound gloves, 16 pound gloves, and you go to MMA, they barely have anything at all. You know, that's really to protect, but at the same time, there's a weight behind that as well. I don't think that weight doesn't do something. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you would know, playing in the league for 11 years, and, uh, for the Eagles, as I've said before, the Saints, Bengals, I won't mention the team in New York specifically, uh, but they, no, come uh, on. Come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They did draft you, so I, I can't mention the Giants. And yeah. my wife is a You're Giants. A Giants. Yeah, there my, it is. my wife's a Giants fan, so I guess I have to anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Dahani, man, I really appreciate you uh, spending some time. And again, uh, Spartan Ultimate Team Challenge now Thursdays on NBC at 9:8 Central. And again, follow Dahani at Dahani Jones. So, uh, Dahani, best of luck. Hopefully, 
uh, you guys are back next year and we can have you on again. Well, I appreciate it. Anytime, just reach out. I'd be glad to talk about it. Glad to talk about, you know, look, sports is what brings people together. And in Spartan, as the ultimate team challenge, you'll see family members, you'll see community members truly come together in order to compete. And it's, uh, it's the best show on television. Yeah, absolutely. And anybody who hasn't checked it out, I definitely recommend it. But uh, stick around. We will be back with the showcast right after this quick break.